We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man, Andreas Hale. Dre, they've been waiting, waiting for another music show. We've been waiting. We've been waiting for a very, very specific reason. Finally, the time is here. Drake finally dropped the album for all my dogs. A roof. <laughs> and his son, Adonis, did like the little drawing on the front. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, he made a lot of money according to the video. Sure. So, last week, we we're like, yo, we could do a music episode. You're like, nah, nah, wait. Drake's dropping an album. Mm-hmm. When you said that, he had dropped the 8 a.m. joke. 8 a.m. Charlotte, yes. And I was like, okay, watch the video. <sighs> it's tough. And this stems from a larger conversation that we've been saving for this. Yep. And we'll talk about Drake's album and then the larger conversation is, and I'll tease it real quick. I told you about two weeks ago. It's like, yo, when we used to, in music, debate the best rapper live title. Like Lil mm-hmm. Wayne Creed, the shit. Then we've always debated it. Hove excluded because he's not dead, but sooner or later you age out. So best rapper alive title. And I sent to you in the group chat. I was like, yo, I think, think if we had to do that right now, J. Cole is that guy. Then we started talking, put a bunch of parameters around the shit. We talked through it. You're like, all right, let's see what this Drake album's about. Very curious. Yeah. He dropped 8 a.m. in Charlotte. Like, this motherfucker's in his bag. Mm-hmm. Dope verse, first verse, fire, second verse, fire, third verse, even better. Yep. Everyone's super hyped now. One day before the album dropped, super hyped for this album. Dre, this shit flopped. Like, what do you mean by flop? To the, the ears, it flopped. Whose ears? Commercially, it's fine. And 30 second spurts on TikTok, mm-hmm. probably work. People will use it as quotes and captions and everything on Instagram. Because yep. that's that's what Drake's albums have been the past four albums. The man can make a song. Features are good. I like the 21 Savage album more than most. I think Middle of the Ocean is still the best song on that. It's a Drake solo uh, track. Jumbotron shit popping is a better song, in my opinion. Even though I love Middle of the Ocean, but Jumbotron shit popping. That is, is awesome. Yeah. 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 That's, I can't, cannot. The Travis Scott song is awesome. Rosie and Millions. Great. This is some good song. Yes, yes. Um, the Drake song though. Oh, he's in his bag. Mm-hmm. And they pump fake does because that's really the 
timestamp one. They gave the timestamp one to 21 Savage. So when you looked at it, you're like, skip it right to this song. You're 21. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Middle Ocean is the timestamp. So, cool. Then he dropped this one, 8 a.m. I was like, yo, this is it. Mm-hmm. The album doesn't follow those vibes. Mm-hmm. The album has no vibe. And Drake's problem is, and you said this all the time, he makes a bunch of very independent songs mm-hmm. of each other. None of them make sense when put together in a collection for an album. So when I listened to this, I was just like, song's okay. I'm not going to listen back to this. What's the next song? It sounds completely different. Like the vibe on this sounds, and I could tell Lil Yachty was not like, helped produce like five of the tracks. It was just like, there was no cohesion. It's like he just did this song this day, this song this day, this song that day. All right, these sound cool. Boom, on the album. And it's drastically different than what J. Cole does for albums, what Kendrick does for albums. And we'll talk about the Joe Budden beef in a second, but the any critiques on this Drake album are warranted. I don't know how, I don't know what he thought the response was going to be. Well, all right. So Drake is in full troll mode. I mean, I've had a theory about this and I've watched this play out. And I'm going to start with this. Drake is a student of hip hop. He's a student of music. Like he knows music. Hip hop, like... Yeah. First got on, talked about Fonte, Slum Village. Like he's, he understands the culture. He understands music. More, Drake's interest in music, very so much aligned with mine. Like he listens to a lot of shit that's not hip hop and he incorporates it into his music. So he's a student of the game. It's not like he can't rap, just doesn't need to. Sure. So as we've gone on, ever since nothing was the same and then views came out, then we had Scorpion. Um, I'm sure I'm missing some shit in here somewhere. Uh, certified, lo- like certified lover boy to hear. There's been this, I think after, I want to say after more life, there was this conversation that started to pop up. It was like, when is Drake going to make a rap out? Right. When is he just going to make a straight rap out? And it started to be all over social media, but only amongst a certain group of people, us hip hop heads. Yeah. Nobody else is asking for this shit. I don't know. No, no, no. Only hip hop heads are asking for this. It's a big demographic, but it's not as big as the female demographic. Yep. It's not as big as the club demographic. And now it's not as big as the TikTok demographic. Drake knows this, right? Like he is very aware of what the hip hop heads want. So every time he gets close to putting out an album, he'll do an 8 a.m. in Charlotte. And then we'll go, oh, shit. <laughs> then the album will come out and be like, what the fuck is this, right? It's a troll job. It gets us to listen. And then we'll listen to it again to see if we miss something. We're like, did yeah. I miss something? He named the album for all my dogs, which we immediately thought, oh, this is the song for the homies. Yeah. No, the theme of the album is not dogs, this isn't women, because this album is about past relationships. Throughout the whole album, like he's taking shots at Esperanza Spalding for, for beating him at Best New Artist, like 2010. Yeah. Like he's taking shots at her. Like he's kind of toying with his relationships with like Rihanna and other women and for all my dogs means for all my bitches. He just didn't say it, right? So we got caught up in the trap. He got us again. He's done it again. So here's my theory. I've always said Drake can rap. Drake can rap when he wants to. Yeah. He doesn't have to. But he also knows this one very interesting point. If he ever puts out that rap album, it's over. Meaning, we don't want it anymore. We got it. So as long as he keeps us hanging on by a thread, we're going to keep coming back. He keeps get he gets us every time. 
because he knows all it takes is one. All it takes is one verse. All it takes is one song with a timestamp and a location. And here we are like, yeah, he finally. And then he puts out this album, which he knows he's making it for the kids, for the TikTok generation, for the women, for people to caption. He makes these albums knowing they're going to get streamed to hell. Like the the numbers are going to be through the roof. And he knows like being a fan of hip hop. And we're going to talk about Joe Budden in a minute. The first time I met Drake, Backstage 106 in Park with Trey Songs. The first time I met him. But I informally met him at SOB's at a Joe Budden concert. And that video that's floating around right now, I was there in the area. I wasn't talking to them, but I was there because me and Lowkey Nalavi from, uh, we used to work at BTS at Apple Music now. We went to this show with Joe Budden. And we had this conversation. I think there's a tweet that I have somewhere where I was like, there are so many dudes at this show. Like there are no women at this show. No. Drake was there. There's like 10 women. I think that Drake noticed that and was like, I can't be that. Right? Like, I can. I can if you really want me to rap because Drake is a fan of Joe Budden. Drake is a fan of Push T. Everybody Drake's beefing with right now, he was a fan of. Drake was a fan of Kanye West. But Pusha, Joe specifically, he looked at their audiences and was like, "Mm, if I put out a rapping ass album, that's going to be my audience. There's a ceiling to that. There's a, and it's a low ceiling, Right. Whereas, yes, as much as we give credit to Nas for what he's done, those albums ain't streaming Drake numbers. No. Right? He's not doing... Maybe Nas could do an arena every now and then. I think him and Wu-Tang are doing arenas. But he's, but he's, he's such not a doing, legacy act, right? Yeah, like he's not doing stadiums. Yeah, like Nas is a legacy act. Like, when in 94 and 93, around the time Illmatic dropped, it became the culture-shifting album of all time. Hip-hop wasn't mainstream like that at the time. Right? Like, people weren't buying albums like that. Bad Boy Era changed everything in music, and Nas went along with it, made a bunch of shitty albums along the way, had to find himself all over again. But you can make Illmatic, and people go, I remember that, right? Drake doesn't have that. He never had it. He never needed it. He lives in a different era. Whereas, he's so talented in the scope of, I know how to make hit records, that I'll just keep making these, and keep making y'all want this. Because if I give you an 8 a.m. in Charlotte, like, it's not going to alienate my my base, right? No. The other thing is I watch people say, oh, Drake needs to mature. I agree. As somebody who's listened to Drake for a, a long time, I wrote an article about this when Views came out. I was like, it's the same fucking album every time. Yeah, David Dennis, another yeah. one too. Just- it's like, it's the same album every time. He'll ape a genre and he'll set a trend, but like he'll find something that he's like, oh, that's just going to pop. Let me get on that wave now before it takes off. And that's what his albums have become. So there is no reason for him to make a rapping ass album. There's no reason for him to do it because the moment he does it and one, we're not going to be satisfied. No matter what it is, we're not going to be satisfied. That's not true. He can knock the socks off everyone. No, because he has the talent to give. I'm I'm saying the, if he ever classic out, if he ever announced he was making a, like if he said for all my dogs is really for all my guys with this. And he announced a track list. He had producers like, fucking alchemist and shit like that, the expectations would be so high that it's almost impossible to reach. But at the same time, if you were to put that out, his current demographic, like Drake is almost 40 and he's got a demo of 20 year olds. We'll be like, what the fuck is he doing? Right? Like if he made a 444, he immediately becomes old. The day he does that, he's old. (laughs) It's over. Like he cannot timestamp himself in life. Like, if he immediately identifies as a 30-plus-year-old man and starts rapping like one, 
his career starts to go downhill. It's the reason why he makes timeless music is because you can't bottle that up. You can't say, oh, man, I remember in 94. Any Drake album you could put out at any time of the year. And it's still rock. It's the same album. Yeah. Like, if I take views and put it out today, you'd be like, oh, this shit's something that came out today. Yeah. If you take Nothing Was The Same and you put it out in 2019, it's the same album. But if, if, he, if he puts an expiration date on his career, it is over. And he refuses to do it. Like, I get That's it now. It's so weird because his contemporaries, the, the people he's directly compared to, mm-hmm. J. Cole, yes. Kendrick, yep. all came up, same time, everything. Yeah, some other people, there's tears in this shit. But those two, they do arena tours. Kendrick could damn near do a stadium tour at sure. this point. Um, they've grown. They've left up. There's no J. Cole, Mr. Nice Watch. No, no, no. Any left like, behind. Yeah. There's every album, Forest Hills Drive, KOD, they showed growth. He's not talking about student loans anymore. Like there's there's a bunch of growth in his music. Kendrick has grown on every album. Of course. His last one being the most vulnerable. Yes. Arguably. Because a lot of the other ones are just tales from his point of view telling someone else's story. This one's very personal, telling his own story. They're showing growth. The sales are still there. Their concert sales are there. Their core audience haven't left them. It makes me wonder where you say you tamp, timestamp it, it's over. Mm-hmm. When do you realize and it's a great thing about Jay-Z. Again, I think Jay-Z's the GOAT. Young people may disagree with me. Fuck it. But one thing he can do is he timestamped himself. He got old, but realized I'm not losing anything by doing it. My core audience is always here. Right. I'm always still transcendent. I can do God did and be performing that everywhere. Be the best performance on a hip hop award show. I can, I can do all these things and People will still resonate with me. I've transcended that ceiling, that glass ceiling. I'm, I'm past that. I can do anything. Drake made a house album. Mm-hmm. If you were scared about alienating an audience, I think you rhymed about it in like middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. It was like, people didn't know what house was. Like, no, my friends knew what the hell this was. Like, what are you doing? And it's like, if you're okay with doing that and taking these leaps and these dares, and it hasn't hurt you at all, why can't you do a hip hop album? Case in point, another contemporary, Tyler the Creator, mm-hmm. did his best album, Grammy winning album. It's his biggest single from that, which would be his timeless classic. He had a wig on, a blonde wig on, he sung the whole shit. It's tons of singing on that album. Mm-hmm. Wins a Grammy, comes out next and was like, you know what? I want DJ Drama making a mixtape, like a 2001 all hip-hop mixtape style album. Didn't hurt him at all. He's touring. He's still playing the hits though. Hasn't alienated his audience at all. You ready for the answer to this? Yeah. This hip-hop doesn't respect Drake. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. They respect Tyler more than Drake? Yes. Jay-Z was respected as a rapper because he was a rapper, right? Like, the reason, and, and to, to keep this in focus, Jay-Z is now Beyonce's husband to the kids. Sure. Right? He aged out. Granted, he's also old, right? Yeah. But, when it's time to rap. Yeah, but it says 444 dated him. Now, some people say, what about Kingdom Come? Like, it was... Thirty was something bad. was one. Thirty something was one song on a trash album. Yeah, and it wasn't a it wasn't a grown up album. Like people was like that was a grown up album. No, it no. wasn't at all. Right, American Gangster was the beginning of the age. Right, there, but there was a like people got that confused. Like that's not what it was. But you mentioned Tyler. Tyler was respected by hip hop heads. Right. You mentioned J Cole. He came in respected by hip hop yeah. heads. But you mentioned Kendrick. Hip hop heads respect J uh, Kendrick. Hip hop has never respected Drake. Like Drake has come in as the soft. Drake has come in as the vulnerable, wussy, like the actor. Like he is, but he's never had that credibility. So the moment he tries to go get it, he'll be branded as fake or trying to do something that he's not born in because he spent his whole career tapping into all these audiences to do it now, even though I don't, I wouldn't agree with that assessment, but the culture has never respected Drake. So that's so weird because I could look at a guy like Childish Gambino who does like the album that had Redbone on it and singing and all this stuff. And if he went back and dropped Camp. But ain't again, nobody looking for that. that that's no, but, I mean, it's not going to alienate the audience he has. But, but the point is like you take Donald Glover's audience and that's like one crunch berry. Huge. It's one crunch berry in a bowl of cereal compared to Drake's audience. Like the global reach of Drake that's fair. Is is ridiculous. Alienating that audience for a rap album because me and you want it. There's no there's no value in that to Drake right now because he ain't done, right? He's been able. Drake is Floyd Mayweather. He's TB. He cannot claim lay claim to be the greatest boxer of all time. So he can call himself the best ever. So much so, in fact. That he didn't even really has to try in fights. Like people were critical of Floyd. It was like you could knock him out. But why? Why do I need to do that? Yeah. Why am I? Why am I take a risk for you? Oh, you want to see me get hurt so you can get excited? Drake is the same way. You want me to put a rap album out for you? No, no, no. I'm gonna cruise to this and make this big bag of money, and then do do it again. 
And I'm going to pick my opponents. You'll criticize me. You'll say I'm cherry picking. You'll say all these things because I didn't fight Manny Pacquiao when you wanted me to. I didn't fight the likes of Antonio Margarito or I didn't fight Paul Williams or I didn't fight Keith Thurman or Errol Spence or Terrence Quinn. Like, I didn't fight any of those guys. Guess what? I don't have to. Drake doesn't have to make a rap album. We want him to. He doesn't have to. And he knows it. That's wild. Like, the drawing with Tuscan Leather, I think, would be the closest. Yes, like nothing was the rap. same. It was, was an inc- like because the first five tracks are like real. Dude, like, dude he opens spit. with Tuscan Leather, and it also has a fucking Whitney Houston sample, which means the clear that cost a ton of money. Yeah, and it was a Jake one beat. Like, I don't think people put it into focus like what Drake was doing with Nothing Was the Same, but he had like started from the bottom. But it was like when Nothing from the Same came out, he had Sanfa on there, he had Janae Aiko on there. But what was like the one of the biggest songs from that album? song with Migos yeah. language Drake realized like oh y'all don't care about Tuscan leather y'all care about the language y'all care about me riding waves and introducing to you to the next young artist all right fuck this rap constantly shit. does it. he does it every time yeah. he tags him in boop come on let's go C. yeah like yeah. boop come like, on oh, let's yo, go me and Central like yo Central C be my boy for a second but and what like- he and what Drake does is, is, is so smart is like he absorbs their audience so it's like these new kids coming up there, you know, they TikTok like, oh, Drake's cool. Then you do something on Drake's Central C. It's like, I love Drake. Yeah. Takes their audience. Bad Bunny song. Bad Bunny washes him on that song. He does, but it doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't. Because Drake is horrible on that song. He's Bad awful. Bunny floats on. The album is not a good album for us. I don't care. Like I listened to it and I was like, this is not a good album. I know Drake can rap. He just doesn't want to. And as long as he keeps us hanging on by that thread, convincing us that he's going to drop this rap album, we're going to keep coming back. And we're going to stream down. Because it's not like we got to invest. We, we can say, I'll never buy a Drake CD again. But nobody buys music. Let's do it on Spotify or Apple Music. Yeah, we want All you want to do is stream it. That's all he wants is your stream. He don't want your respect anymore. And when it's time to, when it's time for the fangs to come out, he'll beef with you. He'll beef with Meek, Pusha. He'll do that. But at the end of the day, he ain't never going to drop a rap album until it's time for him to ride off into the sunset. He ain't ready yet. By then, no one wants it. By then, it's like, oh, well, I wish but, you would have done this in your prime. But by the time he does it, we'll want it and we'll accept it. We're like, oh, this is great. But it's, it's Drake basically saying, yeah, I'm done. I finally gave you what you want. Leave me alone. But right now, if I could keep making all this money, making this shit, it's so easy. So that goes back to what I teased earlier. with. The best rapper alive moniker. If I had to give that to someone right now, and again, Jay Z is retired. Nas is on one hell of a streak. I'm still not counted. <laughs> like Nas, I could, but to me, that label has always kind of been a younger guy's label. Yeah. Um, somewhat. Like in '99. I wasn't going to say like Rock Kim is the best. Well, he wasn't rapper. putting out music either. He wasn't. Not on like no. No one's been on like this Nas run yeah. this late in their career. Doesn't happen. We could put Nas in a conversation if we want. But I, I think like just track for track, just in terms of their lyrical ability, because Nas is making great songs with hip hop. They found something. Yes. Um, but lyrical ability, Nas's lyrical ability is still kind of where it was. They just really honed in on that make a great sound together in terms of getting better and, and manipulating how you say things, when you say things, being on able to jump on different tracks. 
and leave your imprint. I think, and that's why Lil Wayne said he was the best rapper alive at that point, because he can jump on so many different things at the time and he could be everywhere and be visible. I think that's where J. Cole is right now. Because he can go from a song like London with Bia, where he drops all these different references and double entendres, and that shit's crazy, to a song like the Lil Dirk joint, where it's like uplifted community and he gets like, oh, Dirk's rapper? Like, okay, cool. And that's a single. And then go on to, we'll talk about the Drake track, but <laughs> go on to LA Leakers and drop a freestyle that is quoted and bigger than a lot of songs. And now every feature is on the Lil Yachty song, I think. Yes. Yeah, uh, Yachty's verse is atrocious. Yes, it, it's awful. It's hard to get to Cole's verse. It's very like, oh, hard. God. Very hard. Yeah. Like, I forced myself to get through it because that is one of the worst verses of the year. It's bad. But Cole's verse is so good after that. That is just like, I think if I had to be like, yo, best rapper alive right now, it's J. Cole. And there's no disrespect to Kendrick, but Kendrick disappears for long periods of time. His last one was like a, uh, another themed piece. Bodies of a guest verse here and there when he does pop up, as we can see, uh, he had the joint with his cousin, um, where he just crushed that shit for a second, calling yeah, out other rappers. Baby Keem, yep. yeah, with Baby Keem, like crushed that. But I still think like they're neck and neck. I think they'll always be. But J Cole right now is just operating on a different level than ever. I got this weird relationship with J Cole. Most I don't think he's. Do. I don't think he's as good as everybody says he is, and I definitely don't think he's as bad as people say he is. I think he's overrated and underrated at the same time. J. Cole fans put him on this pedestal that I just completely don't understand. Like, he can do nothing wrong. I've heard some okay J. Cole verses. J. Cole's not as technically sound as Kendrick as a rapper. It's not. It's getting close. He's good. No, don't get me wrong. He's good. He's a very good rapper. This, this is where this conversation gets dicey. And he's gotten better as my... Like, he's getting closer to them. I he, would agree. Like He's, he's very ago. good. Like, But after Forest Hill Drive, like, KOD, for your eyes only, and uh I really like KOD. Um the off season. The off season also were very good. good, but they weren't great, right? Like I was like, oh, these are good albums, and I've never listened to them again. Four Soul Drives, I always still go back to. Yes. Right? KOD, I go back. KOD, I can't certain songs, right? And Cole is he shows up and he shows out on these verses. I'm like, that was really good. But then I go to social media and like, this is the greatest verse of all time. It's like, yo, chill out. Like, what are you doing? The best rapper alive conversation is, com- is complicated in 2023 because you don't have time to figure this out hmm. because an album will drop and then you got to get ready for another wave of albums seven days later. It's almost impossible to keep up to the point where you penalize a rapper, Kendrick Lamar, for instance, when does his album drop? Last year. We treated it like it was fucking five years ago. I thought it was at least two. We look at the output and it's it's impossible to gauge like Griselda puts out a million projects a year, right? They say it at the forefront with Conway the Machine, Rome Streets. Like you go down the list of what they put out. It's so much output that you automatically go, oh, they're the best rappers out there because they're more visible than anybody else. They're really good too. Like Conway and Benny are exceptional rappers. Super and J. Cole has done it to where he doesn't take too much time off. And just when you think you're going to forget about him, he'll pop up. And he's mastered this art of, I'm going to hop on this because you're going to get attention. You're going to pay attention to this because, oh, you're doing a song with Little Baby? Oh, I like Little Baby. Yeah. And then he'll go out there and he's like, I'm going to watch Little Baby, right? I'm going to watch 21 Savage. Yeah. Like, he, this is, 
And it's not, I'm not saying he's picking on like lower level rappers, but he jumps on their shit and it's like there's no competition on that track. He knows he's going to stand out. It's not by design. It's just he's that good compared to them. When he gets on a song with Drake, he knows this, this is a little bit more fun, right? Yeah. This is this is actual like, all right, you got your verse. Let me hear it. All right, I, I may go do my verse over. He don't got that problem with 21 Savage or no. anybody else. But I think we've gotten caught up in the best rapper alive conversation based on your output versus on the quality of rapper you are. What makes this thing even worse is like, there's too many rappers. So. Not at that level. Like, well, well, that's the thing. Like best rapper alive is a complicated conversation because if we're talking about rappers, you ain't rapping better than black thought. Yeah. It's, it's always different. Right. Cause like there was a time where Lupe fiasco technically was the best rapper on earth, yes. but he wasn't on this conversation. Cause, and he was, Making hits. He won a Grammy. But it was still like, I'm not sure he's in the conversation we can put him in. Like but some people were still that weird. was That was so the problem like, with that conversation. Jay-Z transcended both at the same time. When Lil Wayne claimed to do that, and it was like Lil Wayne was transcending both at the same time. Here's, here's the funny thing about Wayne. I've never been a huge Lil Wayne fan. He's, I think he's okay. He never talks about anything. That's what my, always been my issue with Lil Wayne. The thing about Lil Wayne is he created this conversation he did. by being so busy that he could automatically claim it and we heard it so much that we just accepted it. <laughs> you just beat people in a submission. Like, I remember, you know, I think Lil Wayne's run from, I believe that's, that's 07 to 09, I believe, was one of his best runs. 05, 05 to 08, Well, let me go back that. a little bit more. because Carter, Carter 2. The Carter 2, but it really Carter went on two, a rampage. all that good stuff. Yeah, you're right. It's a little bit earlier so, than that. Yeah, it's like 05. So I remember this happening. And I remember Wayne popping up on all these songs and I was like, that's cool, but it's just, it's just a lot of output. Yeah. And because the output, he was like, I'm the best rapper alive. And I was like, wait, we, are we going to talk about how good these verses are? Nah. Right. It was to the point where I remember uh, little brother got a song with Wayne. Cause at that time, Wayne was like, Let's do I'm it. just going to rap for everybody. The visibility made him the best rapper alive. Did it really make him the best rapper alive? Made enough people say he's the best rapper alive. And Correct. he was good enough to like, be in the convo and then he just elevated him. The perception beats the reality. Yeah. Right? So if you claim it enough, people are going to accept it. It's uh, To me, MTV did this and I hated that they did it, but they weren't wrong when they did it. The hottest rapper alive is the conversation we should be having. That's fair. Because I feel like it's one in the same. They're not. Because Black no, Thought... No, because the best rapper... Because people don't die. Like, but I'm just saying... Perf- hopefully. Like, Jay-Z is alive. I'm still not... Putting anyone above him, as we can but see on like never a track be like, considered the hottest rapper alive. No, but like on a track like God did, where he comes on, he'd be like, "Yo, you're gonna give Jay three minutes on your song." Yes, God bless. What he did on the Push T album, I think too. Like he had a song with Push. Like, well, Drug Dealers Anonymous, anonymous. one of my favorite yeah, Jay like, verses. Yes. So every year, Jay will give us like one verse. Yes, and we'll just be like, okay, if we're still talking about like the greatest rappers, yeah, he's still in this conversation, right? But it's completely different when the hottest rapper. Yes, they, these are two different categories. No, yeah. So, like, J. Cole belongs in the hottest rap, but the greatest, like, again, as long as Kendrick just put out an album. Now, look, Drake, he's he doesn't even care. Going back, like, Drake doesn't even care about this category. He's yeah, like, but you got washed by J. Cole. You also can't just get washed directly on your Dude, own Dude, I'm telling you. Sometimes you got to step it up. I'm telling you that in Drake's mind, like, Drake is in, he lives in a, this weird bubble now where he cares. He's ultra sensitive to critique. super sensitive. Obviously. He's ultra sensitive to critique, but... He believes, and I, I believe this deep down inside, that he believes that people are just coming down on him and not really judging the quality of his music only because he's Drake. 
So I believe when, when people say he got washed by J. Cole, it's like, oh, you're just saying that because you like J. Cole and you don't like me. He's been clamoring for respect his entire career. And he's never going to get it until he puts out a rap album. Yeah. So he's living a double life right now where he's like, I love all this money I'm making. I love how big of a star I am. I love like doing fireworks. I love doing the Tootsie Slide. It's stupid. And I made more money than all of you when you try really hard. But then when Joe Budden takes a shot at him, it's all sensitive. It's like, I can rap. I'll show you. Here's 8 a.m. in Charlotte. And what do we do? Give us another one. Yeah. And, and Joe's like, yo, that's cool. That doesn't make your album good. No. And, but that's, that, again, this is why, like, when Cole has his verse on the album and it drops and people are like, Cole, watch Drake. Drake is sensitive to it. But it ain't going to make him do anything different. He's not going to call Cole and like, like, just do this again. Because... Drake and Cole have done plenty of songs together. Josie yeah, Hotline. Yeah. Like, they murdered that as a unit. Yeah. That was more even. Yeah. And like, but Drake will go, just go back to that. Right? Like, he's not going to, he has no interest in redeeming himself. It's on to the next one. Yeah. I mean, and again, from that point, Drake has stayed the same. Yes. This happens a lot. Like, he stayed the same. Nobody's Cole done what like Drake. has gotten better. No, like, 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 dude, nobody has done what Drake has done. It, like, what I mean, he says on, on Charlotte, 15 years of dominance, doing the same thing over and over and over again. But he only adjusts, he'll, he'll ape a sound, he'll ape a production style, he'll adopt a different style. Like, he's a student of the game. Oh, amigos, I like how you do that shit. Yeah, I can I do can that do. too. Yep. And, and I, I promise you, if I ever interviewed Drake and I was like, so when you heard Biggie on Notorious Thugs, you got it. Right then and there, it was like, oh, that's the shit y'all think is hot? Reminds me of Tupac. No matter what crew Tupac goes to, this is what makes them like but, pretty good actors is that you can embody someone and not but, just their style, but like the spirit behind it. But Tupac, all right. So Tupac did a song with Bone Thugs and Harmony, yeah. right? And Biggie did Notorious Thugs. Yeah, Tupac did not flow. We don't like remember Biggie did. it because what Big I like did. I Tupac. I do too. But yeah. what we remember was, oh, I didn't know Big could do that. Yeah. And that opened them up to a whole new group better. of people. Yeah. Drake realized that, like, Migos, oh, I can do that. Central C, collaboration. <laughs> I can do that. Like, he's a student of the game. He understands patterns, styles, technique, cadence. He gets it all. He can do anything you want him to. If DJ Premier was like, hey, let's do a whole album together, Drake would kill it. But who are you? Who are you to tell me to do this? But, but, like, no, but, 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 but who is he? Like, if you can chameleon everyone's style, eventually, what is yours? Who cares when I got millions and millions I, I of dollars? Like, I get, look, I agree with this a hundred, every criticism, I'm on board with this. I want to see Drake grow as an artist. But as somebody on the business side of it, I get why he's doing this. Because he ain't done making money yet. Yeah. Because he knows, and it's a weird thing, because he knows until he can't anymore, it might be too late, right? It's that boxer that hangs around too long yeah. bullshitting. And it's like, oh, I can, you know, I, I can get out of the way all your punches and Roy Jones, you can get caught by Antonio Tarver and your career's fucked, right? Like, that could happen to Drake. But right now, he's just like, I know, like, it's rap. I ain't really, like, I rap in my sleep. I'll give you an 8 a.m. Charlotte anytime you want. I'll timestamp location and you know what's up. But why would I give you a whole album of that? Why do you need to know who I am? Here's what you know I am. Sometimes I'm a fuck boy, right? <laughs> I got many women. I got plenty of money. And we started from the bottom. Now we're here. I could talk about going to every restaurant in this world. Like I'm rich and I'm wealthy and I will have, a, and if you t try me, I'll call you out and you will beef with me and I'll be on your mind all the time. What else do you want to know about Drake? 
What else about Drake can you learn that you would go, I like him more now? I think that the case in that becomes that's what artistry is. And the best artists are able to tell you about themselves. Social media ruined that. And that's what makes it great, right? Like that's what makes classic rock albums great. That's what makes the Beatles the Beatles. You you feel that emotion. You feel what they were going through. You feel who they are. I agree. You feel all of that through song. And that's a timestamp. It is a moment in time. They share and they're very vulnerable themselves through music. Yes. And you feel like you know them. That is the attachment. That is why it's timeless. You feel you know their pain, their sorrows, their joy, their happiness. Everything through that moment, that lens of an album. Drake doesn't timestamp emotion. He he has none of that. He's 15 years deep. And we don't know if he's evolved at all. We don't know who he is. We know nothing. He hit a child, according to Bush T. Like now his kid is on the forefront. We don't know how it feels for him. Occasionally he'll give us a tidbit. Mm -hmm. To have to not be with the mother of his children. To have to co-parent. To look at his son and now what happens when his son grows up privileged and how does he teach his son? So these are things rappers used to put in song. The humble beginning. We saw Jay-Z grow up and become a drug dealer. And then now like, yo, I I bring that same drug dealer mentality to the boardroom. They sleep on me. I do the same thing. I used to sell crack. Now I'm stacking paintings. Like we know the growth. We know his story. We know who he is. We have no clue, Drake. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. So to your point about the Beatles, right? Timeless music means you have to spend time with it. Nobody spends time with music anymore. That's where this starts. So you're saying we can't release a timeless classic album. Because I feel like Kendrick is pushing those dimensions. He is. But (coughs) in the grand scheme of things, we don't sit with albums like we used to. Like I said, Kendrick Lamar's album came out last year. And here we are thinking about it's like 20 years ago. We're not sitting. What is the album of the year right now? What's the album you listen to most? From this year? When's the last time you listened to an album all the way through that came out recently? The one I've listened to is probably the Bad Bunny album, but that's not right. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I really liked the last Bad Bunny album. But, and it did really well. But what, here's what we do, right? 
We don't invest in an artist anymore. When you bought the Beatles album, you got a chance to sit with it. You bought Illmatic, it was the only thing in your atmosphere. When you bought Jay-Z, Reasonable Doubt, it's the only thing you listened to. Like, another album didn't come out for weeks that was worth your time. You waited for these albums. You ain't waiting for shit no more. But now when an album comes out, you know what you do? You move it to your playlist. You take the songs that you like, you strip away the rest, and you put it on your playlist. We do this with every album. Even though Ken, we talk about Kendrick making these bodies of work, how many people trashed Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers? Oh, so many people. Right? Because it was uncomfortably vulnerable it was, to so many. It, it we was. learned a lot about him and his family. It and was. that's what makes it great. That's what makes it great. But Drake ain't in it for that. Like, Drake understands that y'all ain't really going to sit with this album that long. You're going to be on to the next. So I'm going to give it to you in doses, right? He's vulnerable. He's a vulnerable rapper. Like, tell us about, you know, I shouldn't have bought the Phantom. Or like, very vulnerable in this rich, privileged kind of way, right? The grassy money. Oh, she broke my heart. I got robbed on the Renaissance. Like, Drake tells you his stories on a surface level. He's never going to dig any deeper than that because he knows if he opens himself up more, you could hurt him. So he's not going to do that. But he's not going to give you music to sit with because you're not going to sit with it. You're going to take a Drake album. You're going to find the three songs you like and stick them on your playlist and throw the rest away. Yeah. It's the reason why Chris Brown makes 40 songs. Very much like Chris Brown. It's like, oh, it's a playlist. But the collection of it is like you starts to amount. And this is why we have these debates. Usher or Chris Brown. Chris Brown's put out so much music, but it's quantity, quantity equal quality. No. I love a classic Chris Brown album. But they don't, quantity versus quality, the lines are blurred because of social media, because we're on to the next, because it's an immediate reaction, because we want to call something classic right there and then move on to the next one. There's no stickiness factor. Drake knows that. So he's not, he's not going to invest his time to try to give us a sticky album. And then three weeks later, we've already moved on from it. When Illmatic dropped, when Reasonable Doubt dropped, when Food and Liquor dropped, when Low End Theory dropped, when Midnight Marauders, we sat on those albums for a year. Yeah. Plus. We never stopped. Enter the 36 Chambers, Liquid Swords. We uh, only built for Cuban Links. We sat with those albums for a year, at least. At least. And we still found songs we liked a year later. Yep. Now I ain't got time to listen to all this shit. Man, I listen to Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style right now. It's incredible. And find a new song that is like, yo, you know what? This might be my favorite song in album. It's incredible, but yeah. nobody's making music like that because it's so disposable. And the last thing is, it's like having a library card. That's what Apple Music and Spotify is. You go to the library, you check out a book, you ain't got to keep it. You just take it back when you're done with it, right? I have access to everything. I don't have to buy that book. Because buying that book means I have to read it because I spent my money on that shit. Now, I read 10 pages. I don't like it. I just take the shit back. Right? That's what streaming is. It's like I have access to There's no art of discovery. That doesn't exist anymore. I, there was a time, and you, should, you know this because you came from the mixtape era. You would find a song that nobody else had. And that was like the greatest part of your day. You pop it in while the boys are riding with you. And they'd be like, yo, what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, it's the heat. You want me to dub it for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you got something and there's an art of discovery. You're introducing people to shit. There ain't no art of discovery anymore. No. Everything's there. Everything is, you don't have to invest in it. Like I, I mean, people, some people discover stuff off like TikTok. We, there was like a, it's, I don't know. SoundCloud so was like probably the last, like SoundCloud. SoundCloud helped. He, like right. SoundCloud had like SoundCloud rappers where you'd be like, yeah. yo, what? Like I've never heard this. Right. Then next thing you know, boom. Like they blew up. They're here. So but, like that was like the last time. So like, you know, I, 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 that's why I created a little Apple Music playlist and Spotify playlist called Discovery because it was all about, all right, 
here's some artists that I'm listening to you may never have heard of, right? Because that's what I do. I say I dig for shit that nobody else has heard of or forgot. And I'll play and people hit me. I was like, oh, I didn't even know about that song. Like on the new players this week, we have the Brothers Under Madness Elevation from like 94. And people forgot about this song. It's incredible. But the art of discovery is gone. And Drake ain't here to be like discover shit. But Drake, what he does is he puts you on to the new artist. Yeah. He takes his audience and gives him that artist and he takes the, that art. He absorbs their energy as well. We ain't never going to get that album. That, wow. that classic Drake rap album, not until he's done. Not until it's time for him to go. It's a damn shame. Because even so the best, like, it's like a pro wrestler just puts over the young kids. Sooner or later, you got to give us the five star, baby. Bro, he's like, putting, what are we doing? He's putting over the kids. He's like, you can get a title. I'll be back for it, though. Drake is like Hogan. Like, almost. There's, there's no, like, almost. Like, he's better than Hogan. But he I mean, has like a couple of five stars, but like, yeah, not enough. It's but been he, too long. He'll, he'll put them out, he'll give you this, and, but then it's like, all right, I'll just play the hits. Like Cena, five moves of doom. Can he do, can he wrestle? Yeah. We learned, we learned with Cena, US title challenge. Oh shit, he can yeah. wrestle. Punk. He like, was like, yeah, you give us something. Drake is the same way. I can. I just don't need to. The only thing they ask me for is the five songs of doom. Yeah. And once I give them to you and you caption them on your Instagram and you play them in your little videos and reels and shit, I've done my job. I can go home now. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I can't wait to see what everyone else says about this conversation. If y'all had to name the best rapper alive, technically or hottest rapper alive right now, who do you guys have? Hit us up on social. When you guys see this clip, let us know as well. We'll be uh, flooding everything with the clips, YouTube, Instagram, everything. And we appreciate you all. We love doing these music shows, so we're glad that you guys all like it. Make sure you guys still still check us out later on in the week. MMA and boxing show co- combined this week because we did do hip-hop and then pro wrestling to end the week off. Tons going on in pro wrestling. So make sure you guys check that out as well. In the meantime, shout out to everyone here at Blue Eyes Studios in the Wynn Resort in Las Vegas. Everyone who follows us on social media on all platforms, we appreciate you. Like and subscribe to everything. Leave us a little... A little review on those. Those help a ton. For myself, for the old man Andreas Hell, we're out. Peace. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio.